Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, an echo can never be changed, so I call your name. Hey, welcome to the Medium Insights Hour, brought to you by the Forever Family Foundation and Signs of Life Radio, where we gather here once a month to explore the mindsets of many accomplished spiritual mediums on a variety of topics related to the study of consciousness, spirituality, and the afterlife. I'm Roman Karpiska, your host. I'm very excited to welcome back by popular demand, the one and only Joe Peretta, back to the show. Joe, he's a certified medium with the Forever Family Foundation. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about him. As a child, he had a hard time hiding his affinity for the spirit world. After the death of his maternal grandmother, he would see, feel, receive, receive signs from her on a daily basis. And in his teen years, he's had, he started having prophetic dreams and visions, which he always didn't understand, didn't, or didn't always understand. And this made him shy away from his gifts for over about a decade. However, after guidance and membership, he finally relented and embraced his gift. He now enjoys a wonderful reputation as a very evidential medium, and he's very respected among his peers. And he's actually, just like me, he's the host of uh, one of the shows with the Signs of Life Radio, the Medium and Messages shows. Um, uh, and his website is www.joepereta.com. And again, ladies and gentlemen, our show is commercial free no interruptions sit back put your feet up curl up with a nice blanket pet loved one have a drink on us and let us stimulate your intellect for the next hour or so but before we introduce joe a couple of ground rules um this is you know joe's not doing any readings today and uh you know this is we're, we're doing this for uh research and informational purposes only so your questions are very very welcome and if you do have any questions for our esteemed guest, please call 1-888-627-6008. Okay, and just a quick uh, couple of reminders that Bob Ginsburg's book is available on Amazon, Medium Explosion, A Guide to Navigating the World of Those Who Claim to Communicate with the Dead. Uh, that is an amazing book. Uh, Bob and I actually talked about it a couple of shows ago. It was really, really interesting. And all the proceeds from that show go to support the Forever Family Foundation. So please open up your wallets, buy the book. It's amazing. And also just want to continue reminding you guys about Netflix docuseries Surviving Death, which features Bob and the late Fran Ginsburg and the Forever Family Foundation in in some of the episodes i think it's episode four so yeah so that's that's it that's my spiel and with all of that said joe welcome back to the show thanks for having me how are you i'm doing great how are you my friend i'm doing all right i can't complain awesome yeah it's, i mean you know it's starting to warm up and uh looks like spring is just around the corner yeah, i don't so. care what puxatani phil said <laughs> <laughs> right, right forget that ground 
Yeah, absolutely. So we got uh, we got a slew of new questions that came in from our listeners over the last little while. So we're going to be diving into those. But before we do that, Joe, you want to take a call? We already got a caller. Sure, why not? Awesome. Okay, so we have um, um, Fabiola from New York on line one. Fabiola, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Joe. You're so welcome. Hi. Um. So I have, um, if it's okay, I have two questions. Um, sure. The first question I have is, do you ever feel like really tired and almost like dysregulated after you, you do a reading? Has that happened to you? Is that something common? You know, Fabiola, it's so funny you asked that because I actually feel that today. <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know what it, what it was, um, but, you know, sometimes if, if I do a reading where the person, you know, really has, um, honestly, you know what? No, I can't even say that. I was going to say sometimes when a person has a lot going on in their life, I'll be exhausted, but that's not always true. I find it more true that when, um, cause you know, not everyone that I get is from forever family foundation. So, you know, a lot of people who follow forever family have significant loss and they, and they really need, uh, to talk to a medium, but I do get a lot of people who kind of are just curious and really didn't have, you know, th- thank goodness, have not had that much loss or grief in their lives. And those are actually usually the readings that kind of tire me out a little bit more because I have to work a little bit harder to get the information. Um, because if if someone sits down in front of me and, you know, the only person coming through is their great grandmother and they really didn't know that woman, uh, you know, it's, I have to keep sort of um, asking and, 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 you know, bringing information through. So I, I do get super drained sometimes. Um, but, but today I, I was, I was actually pretty tired today after my readings, which is funny because I only, I had one less than I usually do, but I guess it was just my energy level today. Uh, Joe, just to follow up on that. So you get mm-hmm. tired based on like, if you dig in a lot, like you ask more questions, um, to the, it's, it's the, more this, of, an, um, of an energetic thing, like, like, yeah. For me, when someone really has to hear a message from spirit, I almost don't have to do anything. The reading kind of does itself. Like, I don't even have to try. I'm not extending my energy at all. I'm just like, okay, like this, this is, you know, they won't even let me get through my initial uh, speech, you know, in the beginning when I'm, mm-hmm. that I give people at the start of a reading. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's sometimes it, it's, most times it, it's more exhausting if I have to, I'm like, okay, so, you know, uh, all right. You know, their, their great grandmother brought through everything that, that she could, that this person would understand or it would mean to her or, you know, or, or him. And then I, I'm kind of like, all right, well, who else is there? And, you know, it's kind of like I'm, I'm probing the other side for more information. And, and you know, I, I think everyone mm-hmm. finds me for a reason. There's always a reason they sit in front of me um, yeah. for a reading. And, but sometimes that reason is, is not um, going to fill up a, a whole reading. <laughs> so I, I kind of have to ask the spirit, you know, like, is there anything else you want to talk about? And then that's when my energy starts to get a little bit lower. I see. And then um, the the other question, really, to follow up from that, um, what do you do to prepare for your readings to to kind of like preserve your energy? And what do you do? You do anything afterwards? Like right now, you said, okay, I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired. Is there any mm-hmm. ritual, anything you do to kind of um, ground yourself again or regroup? So- yeah. So bef- beforehand, um, I'm kind of no frills. Like if I, if I'm really feeling off that day, I'll, I'll meditate. That's really the only thing that I'll do is, is meditate or I'll, I'll do like a little visualization of sort of filling myself with light and connecting to the other side or even prayer. I'm, I'm not the biggest um, religious person, but I am very spiritual and, and 
prayer of any kind does kind of help connect you to that, um, the source or whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, whatever, whatever word you want to use for it. Um, and that does help me connect with the other side for sure. Um, and afterward, uh, a shower is always really good. Uh, water is definitely super cleansing for me. Um, sometimes I'll burn sage, but if I'm feeling, um, not so much tired, but if I'm feeling very, like I haven't grounded myself, a, mm-hmm. a big substantial meal helps a lot. Like I'm Italian, so I'll just eat like a lot of pasta and I, I feel better or like a steak or something that's, that's not, you know, um, like you can't just eat some celery and call it a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need like a, <laughs> it, it, it grounds me. And I've heard that from a few other mediums too. Um, I mean, they were all Italian, the ones who said it, you know, we're like obsessed with food. So I, I, <laughs> I it might be a little bit of a cultural thing for us too, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, eating and, and like a shower just to kind of wash the day off will, will help me a lot to kind of ground myself again. And, and the last question really quick, do you use mm-hmm. any amulets? For protection or anything of that um, sort? No, not really. I just, I, I can't, you know what? I'm a, I'm a person who I have really good boundaries in my, in my personal life anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't really usually have a problem with, with, um, you know, like needing protection, but I will just sort of visualize a, a white light surrounding me. Honestly, sometimes I forget. I know it's like not great practice, like energetic hygiene, but I do forget. Um, but I, 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 there's nothing wrong with using it if, if it, if you feel like it helps, but I'm, I'm very no frills. I I would forget to put it on. That's why I don't really use use anything like that. I'd I'd like leave it in the other room and forget. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you both of you. You're welcome, Fabiola. Thank you, Thank you for your call. <clears throat> and bye. I'll bye. Be <laughs> bye. <laughs> Great. Great. Thank you. Appreciate the the listening uh, aspect of it. So we have also another uh, caller. We have a Nelson from Hawaii on line four. Nelson, are you there? Hi. Hi, Nelson. Welcome to uh, to Signs of Life. You got a question? Yeah. I, in fact, I'm, if it's okay, I have two questions for, okay. for the medium. Sure. I'm Joe. Um, my friend um, years ago said I was psychic, and I, I'm a skeptic by nature, and I didn't believe him. And then while I was at work, um, he told me, would you like a ride? I said, no, I don't need a ride. Thank you. And then... She said, you know what, the tire is going to pop. So so I took the bus, and then next thing you know, the tire popped. So my skepticism just went out the window. Um, so late recently, um, after my dog died, um, I was able to communicate with him using a Bluetooth phone. Um, also, um, my brother-in-law came through while I was talking with my sister. He died like 10 years ago, over that amount. And mm-hmm. he came through without, you know, me asking. My question is, you know, the spirits, are they always like, like my dog, I know is always around me. I just sense it. But for my brother-in-law, is he always around his wife? Because um, he even sent a message to me regarding her. And she did verify um, the information. In, in my um, experience, with doing so many readings, um, they're always around us. They're, they're, they're always around and they're mm-hmm. always trying to make their presence known. Um, even if we don't always mm-hmm. feel it or, or don't always notice, but they're always around. Okay. Um, my other question is, um, last week, um, a pet parent called the show and she had a question regarding where our pet parents, I mean, our pets are. I, I mm-hmm. felt for her because she didn't really get a clear answer. But she did mm-hmm. get some kind of help. 
Um, my question is in regards to that. Um, if our pe- when once our dogs cross over, um, mm-hmm. when they cross over, do they become like our spirit guides? Um, I don't. I wouldn't say that because um, for me, the way mm-hmm. that I experience it is spirit guides are kind of on a on a different level than than the people mm-hmm. that we were here with or, or the animals that we were here with. In my experience, mm-hmm. there, whenever an animal comes through, they're in the same place that our loved ones are in, which mm-hmm. you could call it heaven or the other side or whatever you know, whatever name you want to give it. Um, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think they really go anywhere different than, let's say, you know, your grandmother or father or whoever. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. Thank you for that answer. I have a, okay. um, I have a Thanks. friend of mine who, who is a pet communicator, and mm-hmm. she said she'd be happy to um, appear on your show. Her name is Karen Anderson. Um, if you guys would, she would be, she said she'd be happy to um, appear on your show, but um, if not, that's fine. She just, she, I was just talking to her about your foundation, yeah. and I, was, I thought she'd be um, helpful for people. Because I do notice that some pet parents that are grieving do call your show. And also, I want to thank um, Roman for sharing about Anthony Borgia, because I've read all three books and I, I it resonated with me. And yeah, thank you for sharing with books. us you're, that. You're welcome. Uh, Joe, uh, sorry, uh, Nelson, as for the, the, the mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're into more into people than pets on this show, but uh, there's always mm-hmm. possibilities. I would definitely, okay. um, uh, to, uh, you, you know, Communicate with us. Send it. Send an email to the Forever Family Foundation, and uh, you know we'll we'll take it up with them and see if maybe they can be. Uh, you know, it might be an interesting aspect okay. to explore on a different show. Okay. Should Thank I write call, them or have her write to you guys? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Nelson. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Yeah, <clears throat> that's uh, that, those are uh, some interesting questions. Um, yeah, it's the first time I heard, you know, of a pet becoming a spirit guide because usually, like you said, I mean, they're on a different level. They're uh, uh, spirit guides are at a higher plane than humans. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how they always explain it to me too. That it's a little bit of a different, uh, like same same neighborhood, different uh, buildings, I guess, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have um, we have another caller. We have a Sharon, all the way from Alabama. Sharon from Alabama, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm actually just visiting Alabama, but but I do have a question, and I'm I'm very new around the edges of this, not not uh, in any way as as a medium. But I I'm curious since so much of the focus and in reading the bio uh, is focused on healing. If you ever um, get admonishment or disappointment messages and how that is then conveyed to, I guess the term is the sitter and, and if it is. So, um, so they, they never really come through. Um, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. So they, they won't ever really like yell at you or say you're doing this wrong or it's, it's much more constructive and, and put in a positive light Every now and again, I'll read someone, and if they've, you know, if they've had lung cancer in the past and they, and they're still smoking, you know, their mother or grandmother will come through and say, you know, like, what the hell are you doing? Put down the cigarette, you know, uh, stuff like that. But 
it's it's never really um they'll they'll be very real with you they'll they'll tell you what you um you know what's for your highest good let's say or if you know if you're doing something that's self-destructive or that's hurting someone else in your life and they need to talk about it they will bring it up but it's but it's never in a um like they're not reprimanding or or being mean about it they're just more they'll they'll make me point it out or you know they'll point it out and then they usually will will sort of offer maybe some insight from the other person or you know from the other side of the situation or or offer some solution it's never really like you know you're mean to your brother and you know you i'm mad at you i, I don't i don't get stuff like that okay thanks very much for taking my call of course you're very welcome susan thank you very much well, that was an interesting call. I mean, they're all interesting. Everybody, you know, you never know what you can expect. Yes, very true. <laughs> Good. So, hey, let's get to some of our listener questions that, that were emailed in. Um, first question I got is, do evil or dark spirits show up in a reading? Um, no. I, well, okay. So I, I've, in personal readings, no. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, I know a lot of people who have gone to some non-forever family <laughs> mediums or psychics and they'll sit down and say oh they told me i had this bad spirit with me and you know that's why i got divorced and i'm like no you got divorced because you know you and whoever you were married to were not meant like it just wasn't a good relationship that's why i got divorced um but i I will say that there there was one or two times that it was actually early on in, in me doing readings i haven't gotten this in a while that i i channeled somebody who had actually um been a murderer who had killed someone um, not in like a war or anything, like in an actual like criminal capacity. And um, that was interesting because most people would think that they were, you know, from traditional religious point of view, would think that they're like in hell or that they are, you know, would come through as this evil spirit. And they kind of didn't come through any different than anyone else who had major emotional baggage, you know, because um, anyone who could do that does have major emotional and, and, right. and maybe some mm-hmm. mental you know, issues as well. Um so during personal readings, no. I mean, I, I have been to a couple of, um, I can't even say it's evil because I, I don't even like that word really. Mm-hmm. But I've been to, been to read a couple of like places where there was some less than positive energy there. Um, but I'm talking like like abandoned jails where people were tortured and like, you know, like stuff like that. Um, but in a personal reading, that that it's much less common. I, I, I've honestly never even crossed paths with it, to be honest. But it's it's much less common, I think, than like Hollywood and movies and stuff would have people believe. Oh yeah, well Hollywood wants you to believe that stuff because it sells movies, right? It sells right. movie tickets yeah. and video rentals and Netflix and all that. So yeah, of course right. it's right. it's not as. Um, I mean, let's face it, pretty much anything in life is not like as dramatic and exciting as it is in the movies you know right i tell people that all the time when they find that i'm a medium they're like oh my god really and i'm like my life's just as boring as yours believe me like it's (laughs) (laughs) that's right exactly any more interesting i do not have any more answers than you do like i i just you know connect with something else that a lot of people other people don't that's all that's that is the quote of the day man that is so well spoken i really appreciate that so let's get to our next question um this is one that uh, some somebody writes in. What happens to soci- sociopaths, rapists, pedophiles when they cross over? So um, funny that I even brought up that the murderer or two that I had that I had that <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, and a lot of people might not like to hear this answer, but uh, okay. I, they all come, go to the same place that we all do. Like I don't, 
I've never gotten anyone who said that they weren't on the other side and at peace, even if they did really bad things when they were alive. There's different planes, though. Yeah, I, I honestly, the way that they describe it to me is it's more um, you know, like different planes, but it's almost like you put yourself there, if that makes sense. Like yeah, it depends own, on your vibration, your energy. Exactly, uh, exactly. Your own consciousness, sort of, if you're vibrating for, if, if that's the right word to use, um, uh, you know, I don't know if that's actually, you know, it's an actual vibration, but. Yeah, we can't even begin to right, describe We can't even begin to, but, but that's the, the language we use. Yeah. You know, if you're vibrating kind of on, on a higher level, you'll, you know, mm. you'll, again, it's like <coughs> the same town, but being in two, living in two different houses. It's, you're in the same place, really. But, you know, you're kind of on one level. And they, they did explain to me once that the more evolved you are on the other side, it's sort of like your consciousness grows. I don't know if the word stronger is is um, correct or there's just more um, like you have more capabilities is, is the feeling I, I kind of get um, when you're a little bit more of, of an evolved soul, or I should say more loving is what I mean by evolved, because it really hey, comes hey. down to like how loving you are and, and you know, how much more willing you are to put aside anger and grudges and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so like Mother Teresa is not going to run into Hitler on the other side. I mean, I don't know. I think they could. I just don't think that they... Um, the probabilities of that happening, I think, are very low. You know yeah, I, like you I, said, anything's possible. But. but I also kind of feel like we can't think of the other side in like physical proximity because they always tell me that they sort of exist outside of like we think like that but that's not how it is Mm -hmm. it's sort of everyone is is together right i i i don't think space time is applicable for the other side so i think that's why they always tell me like everyone's in the same on the same sort of in the same place but again it's more their own i guess consciousness that's like you know your you you have your stuff that you are i guess vibrating on or 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 um experiencing and I have mine but I don't I don't think that they're in different places and and they also kind of explain too that we still our souls still learn on the other side um yep. so I, I think that those people who may not have been good people and murderers and rapists and all that I think they have a lot more learning and and sort of like I guess the word is maybe reckoning with themselves or reconciling things with the, with themselves and with the people that they hurt rather mm-hmm. than someone like Mother Teresa who was a, a you know objectively a nice <laughs> a nice lady to say yeah. the least yeah yeah interesting um here's another question why would a deceased loved one not come through in a reading i mean there's so many reasons for that mm-hmm. um uh, i'll give a few that I, I feel are common but i mean there could be a million um but the number one that i see uh, quite often is that um the person that I'm reading may not be ready to hear what they have to say, even if they swear up and down that they are. Um, I get this a lot with people who lost someone recently, like, you know, let's just say within the last like six months or something. And they're like, you know, why didn't that person come through? Are they not ready? Are they not okay? And it's none of those things. They, they, I've had people come through hours before they passed. I mean, after they passed. Um, But I I think it's more, you know, if, if you have, if the truth is not going to be well received, that person's not going to come through to say that until it's time. You know what I mean? They, 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 they tell me that all the time that, you know, uh, that, that, that message might not have been ready for that. That person might have been ready for that message. Um, sometimes it's also, you know, you're expecting, I get this a lot and, and I, I never want to judge anyone's grief or anything, but 
um, I do scratch my head every now and again. Like I'll have someone who, you know, they're, um, they'll have, let's just say their, their husband passed 10 years ago and then they'll come to me for a reading and, you know, it was initially for their, to, to connect with their husband and then their mother passes, you know, a month or two before the reading with me and their mom comes through and, and kind of monopolizes the whole reading. <laughs> and then they're like, well, why didn't my husband come through? Like he always comes through and I'm like, you know, it's cause you, it's your mom's first time. So she's got to let you know that, you know, that she's, that she's okay. Or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes it'll, it'll be, you know, it's, it's not just you that's involved. It's the person on the other side too. So maybe they have some messages and I'm not saying that you should be over it after 10 years that your husband's passed, but you've talked to him, let's say 10 times with the medium. So this time, because it's the first time with mom, she's got to come through. So there, there's, I mean, that's just one example that there's just so many. Um, yeah. And yeah. I really think it's, it's, it's personal to each, you know, family and each person. Mm-hmm. Read. Um, but it's hard for me to answer because I'm not supposed to ask, you know, questions when, when I'm doing a reading. So I can't, you know, if something doesn't come up, I can't say, well, you know, right. uh, you know, did you have unfinished business? Let's say it's something that you needed to say to your mother or your father, why they would come through. And you know what I mean? Um, so it's, you kind of got to yeah. assess mm-hmm. the situation. And I, I really just think it's based on how much need we have to speak to a specific person and how much healing it's going to do. And I think a lot of times what we want, what people want is not always what's going to do the most healing, even though they think that it is. Um, and that's when you kind of run into people saying, well, why wouldn't they come through? I want to, you know, I need to hear from them. Yeah. yeah. You kind of got to, from a objective point of view, look at the situation and say, well, actually, you know, this probably is going to help more. If that makes sense. It sure does. Sure does. Hey, we got another caller. Uh, we have a Suzanne from New York on line five. Suzanne from New York. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the show, and thanks for, uh, I, I didn't, my eyes aren't what they used to be, and I'm looking at text messages, and I didn't see it, because the previous name of the person was Sharon, and then Suzanne, and it, it, it kind of looked the same, so so sorry, for then I realized, hey, there's still another caller waiting, so here you, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, I'm wondering, um, what happens when you walk into a crowded room, like a party, or a wedding, or something, and you're talking to people, do others from the other side, like, try to come through to give messages to people like that? Or do you have to turn it off? Or does that, like, um, interrupt your life? So, you know Not so much anymore. When, when I first started, um, it used to happen all the time. And I, I think part of that was just inexperience. I didn't know how to tune it out. And I think another part of it was that I kind of wanted it to happen <laughs> a little bit because um, mm-hmm. I... Uh, believe it or not, I, I didn't. I never didn't believe in mediums because I had grown up around them and, and had heard readings with my family that there was just, and this was like before Google was even possible. So I knew it was a thing. Um, but I, I, I am a skeptical person by nature. So I think in the beginning, I kind of was like, all right, well, if you guys are really there, you know, prove it. And then if I'd walk into a room and they'd show me a girl in a green dress and I'd walk in and then there she was, you know, and then I would talk to her and, and the reading was was significant and, and you know, validating it helped me a lot, I think. Um, so in the beginning, it happened a lot. But honestly, now, I, I think because I read so many people and, and I've been doing it a while, it takes a lot for someone on the other side to really grab my attention. But I will say every now and again, uh, I'll be somewhere. It happens maybe twice a year. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end up reading someone tonight. And thank goodness, I, I shouldn't even say it's going to jinx myself, but the, the person's usually on board with, with the whole thing. And, you know, they're like, okay, I, I like this stuff. Um, 
but you really shouldn't, you know, just run up to people and start reading them, at least without asking, you know, first, like, this is what I do. And, you know, would you mind if I said A, B and C, which is sort of a trap because who's going to say no at that point. Right. Um, right. But okay. That makes sense. But, you yeah, know, if if I let them run wild, 100 percent, like I would be getting it all the time and I would never be able to to function. Um, but I, I turn it off because it, it's it's too much, you know, especially if I'm just trying to have like a, a night out, you know, I just want a dinner and a couple of drinks and then I'm over there making my waiter cry. Like I can't, I can't exist like that every night. You know, How do you turn it off? You know, I don't know. I just do like, you know, I always tell people it's like when, when parents just don't hear their kids, like when you just tune kids out, I, mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing. Like it's just a second nature. Like I'm, I'm not, tuned into that frequency i'm just not paying attention to it but it's not it's not like i'm restraining myself like i'm not walking around like don't listen don't listen you know it's it's not quite like that it's just more like when i'm in reading mode i some i switch something on and then i'm in reading mode and then when i'm not i'm just not like i'm, I'm not doing it you know okay great thank you you're welcome thank you're you you're welcome suzanne thanks for the call bye-bye bye-bye well, that's, that was that was an interesting question. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know there's, uh, you know, I, 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 you're not the first medium that I've spoken to that's able to, you know, that, you know, just turns it off and turns it on whenever, you know, and, and I guess it's a skill that you develop over time. Yeah, I think do that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's look. Let's take another question from the uh, from the email. Uh, this one is do all loved ones send signs? Um, I think so. I, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I mean, you might not get them all the time, <laughs> um, but, or as much as you'd like to, but I, I do think everyone sends them, especially when they know that you, when you, know, you need them. Um, like I, I remember, especially when you ask too, like I, I can't stress that enough. Um, the more, I shouldn't say the more you ask, but when you do ask, you get them. So, I thankfully, I mean, I know a lot of people who've passed, but um, my grandparents are the, the ones that send me signs the most, I, I feel. Um, my grandparents are my mom's side, but it's interesting. I'll just share this story really quick. When my dad's dad passed back in, I want to say it was 2019. I know it was before the pandemic. It was 18 or 19. I forget. And um, we really weren't very close. Well, we had lost touch, you know, over the years and, you know, just things happened. And I, I my one memory with him really um, was was fishing. So when he died, I, I remember um, I was on the train going to Connecticut. I forget why I was going up there. And um, I said to him on the train, I said, you know, I uh, know we really haven't talked in a while. I was like, but just so I know you're, you know, you got there. Okay. Could you just send me something about fishing? And it was just so weird. Like 20 minutes later, my, um, my aunt, who is not related to him at all, different side of the family, texted me about my other grandfather who's alive and fishing. And she like went on this whole rant about him fishing and sent me like a little fishing pole emoji. And I was like, Oh, okay, I got it. You're there. <laughs> you know? And then, and then that was, it. I never really heard anything from him um, again after that. But I, I think it's more, you know, it's, I, I don't want to sound mean, but I don't need, like, I know he's fine. I'm good with it. Like I wasn't super close with that grandfather, but the other two, I was with them on the time I, li- I lived with them. Um, yeah. You know, even though they, they passed away over 20 years ago, I think it's like 25 years now, I still kind of need that. So I, I do get it. And I think from the people you need it from, that's who you get it from because they know that you miss them. Right, right, right. And you, you might be getting signs, but you got to be open to them and you got to uh, trust right. them. You got to trust and you got to pay attention too because sometimes mm-hmm. 
you don't always realize what it is until you go to a medium and you're like, you know, I thought it was weird when I saw those three birds, you know, in a row on my, on my, uh, you know, table outside on my birthday, but I didn't think anything of it. You know, uh, sometimes you, you realize after if a medium or, or, or it happens again, you know, a little synchronicity yeah. happen and it kind of points your attention to it. True that. Very true. Here's another question. This one's a little bit longer. <clears throat> I will read it. Hi, please explain what is going on with kids who passed by suicide. I've been told that there are happy and healthy, uh, that they are happy and healthy and free again. But other sources suggest that they need to work out their previous issues and the same cycle that led to their demise is repeated over and over, thus mental torment. Do they suffer watching their parents' agony? Thank you. Um, so I... Again, I've never had anyone come through who said that they were in a bad place or suffering or I, I never get anything like that. And, and I, I would never want to say anything bad about anyone who does what I do. Um, but I really do feel if anyone is telling you that, they're probably not connecting with the other side. They're probably, they either think they do or it's just not a reputable source. Right. Any, any good medium that I know who's been tested or even haven't been tested, but I know we're very good, my own experience, mm-hmm. I don't anyone who's ever said that someone's come through and they're suffering or they're not at peace or uh, it's, you know, it's just unheard of. Like I've never had it happen. So that's number one. Um, But I don't think that they suffer when we suffer, but I I do think there's a certain amount of, you know, empathy on the other side. Like I I think they feel for us and, and I don't think because we're grieving them or we're upset that it's making them suffer. I, you know, spirit always explained to me that grief is not, we don't always look at it for what it is because they, they said to me that grief, they showed me like a coin and they said that grief and love are two sides of the same coin. It's, it's, it's literally just another form of love, even though it, it hurts and it, it's terrible. You don't grieve for anything that you haven't loved before. You know what I'm saying? True. And I think without love, you can't have grief. So it really, if you think about it, it's the same thing. And, and it made sense to me when, when they said it. So I think that's, that's why on the other side, when if we're suffering with grief, our loved ones, not that they don't have sympathy or that they don't feel bad, but it's just a testament to how much we really love them. And they tell me on the other side that they, it's not just that they see what we, what we feel and what we think, but they kind of experience, they're able to experience it too, kind of through, through, through us, through our minds or our hearts, whatever you want to call it. So they're feeling all that love, even if it's pain to us, to them, they're like, oh my God, I can't, you know, it, it, the example, I've actually been asked this question before. And the example I use is, is like, if you ever had, and it's a silly example, but if you ever had an ex that you broke up with, right. <laughs> if you, and you kind of think like, okay, like they moved on. Oh my God. Like, you know, they don't care. If you could be like, you know, a fly on the wall and feel what they're feeling for you during that breakup, you probably wouldn't be as sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'd be like, Oh my God, like this person really loves me. Like, they, they like, you know, were, were off for like three months because they, they couldn't stop thinking about me and, and they missed me so much. And, you know, I, it's, I think when you see other people's, you know, pain, I guess you could say, and from a, from a personal point of view, it really is sort of a, um, a compliment in a way, in, in a weird twisted way. Right. Um, but would you, say, you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, it, it, I'm, you know, so I think that that's sort of the way that, that they, that's the way that they've explained it to me, that it's, it's much more about the love on the other side than them suffering. And, and that's why they do 
to kind of bring in the last question that, that we had read. That's why they do give you signs so that, that you know that they're still there and it might not make all the pain go away, but it sure does help to know that that person is, is still there. And to answer the first part of the question, um, I think both of those are, are true. Like I think people are, went after they, they anyone who, who commits suicide, they always tell me that they're not in that state of mind anymore. They're not in that like dark place. Um, but I do think that they're learning at the same time. I don't, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. I think you're, you're, you can drop all of that, that pain from the physical world and mm -hmm. then you could still learn from it. And I, I don't know about the whole stuck on a loop kind of thing. Like that sounds a little bit like um, sounding a little Hollywood to me. I, I got to be honest. Um, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. Or exactly. Bill Murray. It's sounding a little bit like a misinterpretation of some Eastern principle there. Um, so I don't know if that's exactly how that works. That's not um, how they explained it to me. They, they have talked about past lives with me and, you know, any issues you have to iron out, I think you will bring into the next life, but I don't know if it's the same exact scenario over and over again. I kind of feel like it's just, you know, different um, circumstances, but similar themes, if that makes mm. sense. I think we're brought into this life. We're very brave souls to, uh, to undertake this adventure called life on earth because of the, you know, all the things going on, the, the physical limitation, the mental limitations, the, the heartache, the, the lessons. And, and it's a, it's like an accelerated learning program right? in a way, because in spirit, everything is pretty much, you know, you want something, you got it. You, you want right. to be somewhere you're there, that right. kind of thing. It's a lot easier. So it's, it's so there's not as much learning with that. Um, and, and this is, this is some stuff that I've read and it kind of resonated with me personally. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, we, we don't remember uh, our consciousness before we were born, because if we did, if things don't go right here, we'd be offing ourselves and, you know, reset, 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 you know? Right. And what kind of, what kind of learning experience does that afford us? None. Right. You none. Know? Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of interesting. So next question, do you receive messages unexpectedly from beyond in which you were not prompting any communication? Um, I, that's sort of like what, what I think yeah. like being in a crowd. Um, every now and again, I'll get stuff from my guides, like randomly. I'll be like, why the hell did they tell me to do this? And then I'll, I'll listen. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, that, that's why, was, you know, I was, <laughs> if I didn't leave at two 30, then I would have, you know, not made it to wherever I was going or, you know, little like uh, silly things like that. But, um, Honestly, mm -hmm. I'm, I really am like the, the least interesting medium you'll ever <laughs> talk to. Cause I'm, I'm like, I talk to my medium friends and they're always getting like messages about like the world and this and that. And I'm like, I don't know. Did you watch that new Netflix series? Like I, I'm, I, if I'm not working, like I'm so not um, on the other side <laughs> because. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. So um, I, okay. I, I just sort of live my, I'm here. So I try to be here as much as possible. Right. Right. Absolutely. It's, uh, and that, that, I think that's a perfect way to be. Absolutely. So here's another question. Um, after one has experienced a positive reading and a connection to a loved one on the other side, how, uh, best does one meditate, pray, or understand how to be more intentional about asking for and receiving signs from the person in daily life? So I really think the only thing you have to do to ask for signs literally is just ask for it like you would anything else. But, but I always tell people like, don't ask for it every single day, all day long. Like I know people who every day are like, so-and-so send me a sign, send me a sign. 
And I'm like, well, you, you know, you, they, number one, I, I don't even think that's feasible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to get a sign every single day, all day long from, you know, that, that person, you have to remember, we are still in different sort of planes of existence. So like, I don't even know if that's, that's a thing that can happen, but right. also, um, you know, I, I, again, this might be a little bit of an unpopular answer, but I, I really do think it's true from based on what spirit has told me. They don't want to hold you back. So for some people going to mediums and getting signs and stuff can be a little bit of a crutch. They, they won't live yeah. their lives because, you know, uh, they're whoever the person is they want to hear from that past didn't tell them to do something or, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're sticking around waiting for signs all day long and not, you know, uh, I know it's an extreme example, but I do know quite a few people who really, their whole focus is, um, that person on the other side. And I don't think that's a bad thing. If it's someone that you love, of course, that's going to be a major focus in your life, but they always have me remind people that you know you are still alive when I'm reading them, you still have a life to live. So I think sometimes for people when they don't get signs as much as, as they would like to at the same frequency that they would, I think part of it might be that you are, uh, you know, possibly um, relying on or spending too much time focusing on the other side and not your life. But it doesn't mean that that person won't send a sign. They'll, they might send you one once a week. Maybe it'll be once a month. But, you know, I always tell people to imagine you are the person who died and your family is, you're standing right there and you send them a sign and they say, oh my God, you know, dad is here. We saw the sign that he sent and you go, oh good. So they know that I'm there. And then three days later for, you know, four weeks straight, they're like, send me another one, send me another one. You know, you kind of got to look at it from that point of view too. Like, are you really going to send it? Like you, you just... You just showed them that you're there. You know what I mean? So I right. mad at us that we're doubting or anything. I just, mm-hmm. again, spirit always tells me that's all about helping and helping you move forward with your life and helping you heal. And if yep. it's, if it's going to become a crutch and something that, that, you know, if sending the sign is going to be empty and it doesn't mean anything, it's sort of like, what's the point? They'll send it when it does mean something for your birthday, they'll send it. Or when you're having a hard time to let you know that they're there, they're not just going to, you know, keep sending on a Tuesday because you asked for it. And you know, it's, right. it's enough for you that's it's again they're not mad but it's not part of the the way that they operate is, is the way that they've kind of showed it to me but there's nothing wrong with asking i i don't think there's anything wrong with asking um i think it's just when it becomes sort of habitual that it's kind of like they're like all right you know it's time yeah, to i couldn't agree with you more and i think that you know I, i've talked to some mediums on the show that said i refuse to see people more than once or twice a year that's it I, you know one of them. <laughs> I honestly, I tell my clients I won't see them more than once in a six month period. But mm-hmm. I feel like for me, once a year. If you want to come twice, that's fine. But um, ideally, I feel like with me, once a year is 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 yeah. just. So those of you that are listening out there, if you got a a weekly appointment with a medium, <laughs> that ain't no medium. Get away from that person. They're right. just taking your money. And you know, I I know a few people um, who. I've seen a lot of different mediums and I, I don't think there's anything really wrong with that. Um, especially in the beginning, if you're trying to prove to yourself that this is something real, I, I, I do think that that is not a bad thing to do, but I've noticed that when people start going, like if you're going to a medium like twice a month for like a year, mm-hmm. want to hear from kind of stop showing up. Not again, not because they're mad at you, but it's like, there's, there's nothing more to help you with. So there's no, you know, and it might there's seem a no purpose to it. Yeah. Right. It, it's sort of the, the, the purpose kind of leaves. Yeah. And it actually could, it, it, it's almost like it could lead to almost like an addiction, you know? Right. It's like, an, it's, it's, it's a, honestly, there's a, um, 
sort of an industry term that a lot of a lot of us mediums talk about. We talk about psychic junkies. That's, that's psychic we, we, junkies. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I can see you're that. You're not really helping them. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, yeah. that thing is not helping. They might need therapy or they might need something mm-hmm. else. You know, that's not what we do. Absolutely. So we've got another caller on the line. we got um, Jane from Indianapolis on line one. Jane, welcome to the show. Thank you. I had an, um, a reading with you, Joe, yesterday. Oh, oh. hi, Jane. <laughs> hi. And I wanted mm-hmm. to, I had forgotten this, and I'm listening to the show, but you said I've got a hard head and Ed, my husband can't get in there to come to me in dreams. And mm-hmm. I remembered, because I had forgot. I have two questions. That's my first question. Is he came last night, and oh. I, I, he didn't look like he usually looked, but he had a mustache like he usually has, but mm-hmm. he, it was white. Mm-hmm. And I, I was wondering about that. And then what made, I didn't even connect these two things. I don't remember what the dream was or anything, but it's the first time. I remembered, or that happened, and the dog woke up. Uh, the dog sleeps with me. He's a little dog, and he's really my husband's dog. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he loved my husband. And he woke up at 2.47. I remember that was the time. And mm-hmm. I don't know what he wanted. He sat on my stomach, and he, he made me get up off because he can't jump down off the bed. And I got down. I followed him around the house, and I said, I'm not, you know, what do you want? And I wonder the connection. You know, it sounds like you might have had a visitation last night. I got to be honest, because animals, you know, they they send stuff um, wow. a lot than humans do. I don't know about the white mustache thing. That 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 I'm not too sure about. But maybe that has some some significance you have to think about. Um, okay. But it, but it's interesting because I do just because I did read you yesterday. I I um what you call? I do remember you um saying that you don't really remember your dreams too much. So it is interesting that after we had that discussion, maybe that opened you up a little bit to, to have those Could dreams. Could be. Could be. You know, that, I did, and I've it. forgotten because my mind goes a million miles away during the day. Now, yeah. the other question I have is these people that uh, my friends that are doubting Thomases, you mm-hmm. know, they, they say, well, I, I tell them that you're all certified. And they mm-hmm. say, well, what does that mean? How do you get certified? Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you get certified? Did I read something about a college or something? Um, so, actually, uh, Forever Family uh, certifies their own mediums, and and the process. You could read about it on their website, but I'll I'll just tell you when I did it. I did um, five readings, one over the phone, and then four over Zoom. And the people getting the readings, the sitters, are trained um, to not reveal any information. Um, mm-hmm. They. Looked like a little uh, course there where it says, you know, you can only say yes, no, maybe I need more information and that's it. So they're trained to not lead you on and they have like a very specific um, grading system, I, which they don't share with the mediums, but I know that it, it's pretty extensive. And then I, I believe that, um, I forget who told me this, might've been Bob who runs the foundation, that when they analyze the data from each medium, they analyze it in five different ways, like statistical uh, I, he explained it to me, but I, I think I was a couple of glasses of wine deep and it was all mathematic and I don't remember. <laughs> uh, so but it's, a, it's a whole process, um, but it, it's basically uh, controlled uh, so that there's no information leakage. So we, you know, we can't, no one can Google, no one can, um, 
discern any information, <clears throat> old reading, um, yeah. you know. It's a double blind experiment. It's a double blind test, basically, because the medium doesn't know the sitter and the sitter doesn't know the medium. So right. it's double uh-huh. blind. There's no, no knowledge about each other or anything like that beforehand. So it's kind of interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very if, much. And if thank they you for want- yesterday. If they want more information, just tell them to, you know, uh, pe- I find the people who doubt the most are the people who know the least about it. So uh-huh. tell them to research if they want to know a little more. There's plenty of resources out there. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Okay. We- Thank you. Bye-bye. So we, we have another caller. Okay. Phones are lighting up today. Jeez. So we have Nancy from New York on line six. Nancy from New York, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Great, so, you got a question? I have a question. Yes, yep. I do. Um, I wanted to know if Joe could possibly tell me if I'm going to be having any psychic or medium abilities. Um, and I could explain Briefly, I had a visit from my grandmother who passed away in 2010 Mm -hmm. recently, and I was able to touch her and Mm -hmm. see her for the first time ever. And Mm -hmm. I asked her not to leave, and she said she had to go back upstairs, but she would be back. And she also told me that she'll always be by the veil, and I would be able to see her. Mm -hmm. And my cousin, who does not have any abilities at all, has such a strong feeling that I will be able to start seeing certain things and, and people in the future. And she's so insistent on it that she's right. And after having this visit, I'm just wondering if, you know, Joe has any type of feeling about it and if there's any way, if he thinks that I might be to help it along. No, it's, it's definitely possible. Um, but I, you know, I always recommend with people when they want to start getting more in touch with their intuitive gifts, um, just meditate more. I know it sounds super like simple, <laughs> simple answer. Um, but it, but it really is. Um, but it, you know, I, I think everyone has this ability. I think anyone can be psychic. I think anyone can communicate with the other side pretty much. Um, so if you are already open to it and you're already getting visits and stuff, there's really nothing stopping you, my friend. I gotta be honest. Okay. Other than meditation, is there any other, um, anything else that I could do? You know, honestly, that's really the only thing. I, I know a lot of people will try to sell you all kinds of, you know, products and classes and things, and there's nothing wrong with taking Oh, no, a class. I'm not looking. Yeah, no. You know, honestly, meditation is the way to go. It's, the, it's honestly the only thing I did to become, a, not even become a medium, just to, like, open myself up. I just meditated for, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, eight months that I was, like, meditating every day, and... I was really diligent about it. And, you know, here I am today. It just kind of, it opened you up. It's, it's the only, uh, I don't think there's any short. And how did you start? How, like what type, like in particular, what did you, like what type of meditation did you do? Uh, I mean, just, cause just, I really like, am not a person that meditates. Just regular, like clearing your mind meditation. Uh, it's super important because then that snowballs into your life and you become, your mind becomes more calm. You become less anxious. I and mean, you, you know, you got to kind of do all that to be able to, communicate with the other side if there's too much noise in your head it's just not going to happen um and right. then i do um some chakra meditations too which if you like look them up on youtube um uh-huh. there's a million there any any one of them that you like guided meditation um or you could there, there's oh, yeah. a million that you could like read 
and, and do the meditation, but anything to open up your chakras is, is also going to help a lot if you, but you gotta, you know, like anything else, do it daily, uh, you know, or at least two right. or three times. It's, it's a skill, okay. but, it, but it will help you. It'll open you up for sure. And there's also a plethora. Okay, of, there's also a, a ton of books out there on, uh, you know, how mediums have developed and, you know, the, how, how they've done it with, with some of their advice on meditation or anything else that they might offer. There's, there's really a, there's quite a, there's a lot of resources out there. And I can tell you about this one website, um, and I, I've mentioned it before on the program, Victor Zamet, uh, Z-A-M-M-I-T, Victor Zamet. He's from Australia. He's a retired lawyer. Uh, go to his, just Google that name. Go to the afterlife and sign up for the, his afterlife um, emails that you get every Friday or every Thursday. Because it's when it's Thursday here, it's already Friday in Australia. Um, anyways, uh, they're called the Friday Afterlife Reports. And attached to those reports are videos and books and resources and everything. And it really, it's a plethora. It's one of the best places to, to, to get a lot of information about mediumship. Oh, okay. I'll definitely look into that. All righty. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Nancy. Thanks for your call. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. So let's go to another uh, question. I got two more questions and we're getting towards the end of the show. So um, this last one is, um, or second to last, having lost my son and husband, I'm interested in knowing if our family life resume as each of my children who are still alive and myself pass on to next life and join those family members who are already there. Wait, so what's the question? Well, I'm, I'm just reading it for being having lost my son and husband, comma, I am interested in knowing if our family life will resume as each of my children who are still alive and myself pass onto the next life and join those family members who are already there. Okay, so, I mean, they, they tell me all the time that they're reunited with everyone, even even people that they didn't really even know on the other side. Okay. So, yeah, but I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know what the person asking the question means by resume. Like, are you going to, you know, cook a certain thing on Tuesday nights and go to the supermarket. I don't know if that's really what life is on the, like on the other side. I think it's a little, a little bit different than that. Um, but yes, you will be together. I, I, yeah. I think that those bonds break at all. I think that's what that person meant. You know, yeah. kind of the, the togetherness is the most important thing yeah, for sure. Okay, good. Uh, asked and answered. I, I, I totally believe that as well. You know, you, you resonate with certain spirits and, you know, you're part of soul groups and families are part of those right. soul groups and you were there before you're going to be there again uh, with them. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last question is might spirits impersonate someone and tell lies without the person or medium suspecting such if any mediums claim they can know this, uh, can they explain how they determine this? And what percentage of such do know for sure or think they can know? So I personally, I, let's, I'll try to be brief because I know we don't have a lot of time, but I think a lot of that fear comes from um, religious um, beliefs. So I think that, yeah. um, you know, you kind of have to question where that, that belief comes from in, in our minds and in our society and stuff. But um, I, to be honest, I can't say I know for sure. I, I know that I feel that it's that person and, and they're giving accurate information about who they claim to be. I have no reason to suspect that, it, that, it's, that it's, you know, someone posing as someone else. And the way that they explain it to me on the other side is that you really can't hide because you're just energy and energy doesn't lie. 
Um, so right. I, I don't think that that's a possibility, but I can't, you know, I haven't died recently, so I can't really answer that for sure. <laughs> right. And also think of this to what means, what, why would they do that? Right. Like what, what is, what is it going to accomplish for, you know, yeah. an evil spirit to lie and give you peace and then not do anything else to you? Like what? Yeah, that? exactly. <laughs> so listen, we, we've reached the end of the show. That's like the fastest hour I've ever experienced. It's really good. <laughs> really uh, fascinating. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me again. I always enjoy it. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you to our listeners. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll see you in about a month. I'll, I'll be back in a month. And until then, you know, just know that your, you know, your loved ones are a heartbeat away and that science will one day prove that. Thank you very much, everybody, and good night. Mm-hmm.